Ticket and then ticketfm.com. Hey, welcome back into Ticket Weekends. This is The Breeze. That's DP. That's Haas. I'm Harrison pushing the ones and twos. And again, if you guys want to join the show, chime in on the Starter Game and Text Line at 402-464-5685. And we're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. And again, shout out to Allo, uh, bringing Haas on the VIP line. Brought to you by Allo Fiverr, where we understand the exceptional service with local heart. So again, shout out Allo. Great service. If you don't use Allo and Lincoln for your Wi-Fi needs, uh, you got to look elsewhere. I've used the other ones. I'm not going to drop their names on live air, but uh, just trust Allo. They're definitely the way to go. Uh, but over the break, Haas, DP was uh, Rand and Raven. There's a lot of players <laughs> in the generation of Michael Jordan that are lost players. <laughs> You went on, I think you probably went on the five minutes just naming different guys left and right. So, so Haas, this is where we were, right? That yeah, left off from alone in Stockton. Right. Like, like we, we think of all the, how great that era of basketball was and how many Gary players. Payton. Gary Payton, Rick Sitz. Uh, we, we mentioned Patrick Ewing, but we didn't talk about it. Um, Alan Houston, mm-hmm. who, who gave buckets to everybody. And we just don't even talk about him. We don't talk about Bill Lame, Bill Lambeer. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about Dennis Johnson and what he did for the Celtics in that run. We don't talk about the the, the Phoenix Suns. Listen, there's a dude we haven't talked about who's still one of the top twenty players to ever play this game. We don't talk about Grant Hill. We don't talk about Grant freaking Hill. <laughs> like this is how how much. Jordan just destroyed the skew mm-hmm. of basketball. The Bulls with with three of the best, actually four of the best defensive players the NBA could put out there. They were so good, one through four, that they could rotate switch, but chose not to <laughs> <laughs> with Harper, Jordan, Rodman, Pippen. And they could throw whatever other big they just randomly found. If you oh, by the way, if you wanted to get really saucy, put Horace Grant at five and let him just really disrupt everything. They took this the bad boys, the Lakers. With I don't know who's that guy that played point guard for the Lakers. Yeah, that <laughs> dude. The 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 bad boys of 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 Detroit who had everything. The Knicks who had. Three players who were legitimately, legitimate in, the, in that space. We don't talk about Reggie Miller and what he did, along with one of the best, uh, most underrated big men in Rick Smith in the history of the league. So if you go through this thing, we don't talk about Brad Dory, Blackfoot, North Carolina. Um, we don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> Larry Nance, baby. Yes. Like, like, I mean, Haas, who am I? Like, I'm not. Am Mark I, I'm Price. Not wrong, right? John Starks. That's the one. That's the one I gave Harrison. That Mark Price in an era where, right? Craig Elo, Nance. I mean, they were look Brad Brad Doherty. You got. I love Brad Brad Doherty. Brad Doherty, Blackfoot, North Carolina. Uh, I love NASCAR. Uh, (laughs) 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 Through all of that, that that era was so good in talking about Zeke. And Reggie mm-hmm. and otherwise, we don't even talk about John Stockton and Carl Malone. We don't Larry even Bird. talk about him. Larry Bird. You're right. Like <laughs> what we, we do, like we were living in this is why 
why I lose some of the respect for today's game. Because in a talented era, a deeply talented, high IQ level of basketball, there was still the physicality. Mm-hmm. Like those, that era was so good athletically. And they say today's athletes are better. No, they're different, but they're more fragile and they're, more, <laughs> they're better maintained, right? Better nutrition, better trainers and masseuses and therapists and psychologists. Uh, they got psychologists out there. Uh, they've got all this stuff that that era didn't have. Yeah, I, I never liked that argument. The, the, the recovery and stuff's always going to get better, but in terms of like you trying to say, yeah, I mean, you just have to look at some of the Lakers centers in the past and try to tell me they're not athletic as the guys playing today. Hoss, who's the most underrated Laker from that era? <sighs> underrated? Uh, if I asked Eldon, you, Eddie Jones, Elvin Campbell. No. Uh, you said underrated because everyone talks about Nick Van Exel and Magic and. Byron so Scott. from 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 Showtime, from Showtime, there's Michael player, Cooper from, from, from Showtime. Mm-hmm. There's a player and he's probably the fourth player that people from that Lakers team talk about. And quite frankly, James Worthy is the most underappreciated great player in mm-hmm. NBA history. I mean, Worthy, Scott, Kareem, Magic. Do they have Fox Michael Cooper? On that no, roster? no, no. Fox was they, the first with they Boston. Had, he was they had with John Boston Sally, then. who they stole from 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 Detroit. I need to call my parents in. This is when they this is when <laughs> they thrive. Dude, they got the hospital. If you don't know, my parents got the forum. When you go down to the man cave downstairs into the projector room, you got the forum lit up as you're going down in there. If I gave my dad a call, he'd be able to rattle off the entire <sighs> glory days of the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> You, so, need, you so, need to take a picture for Haas. <laughs> as you talk about all this, as you talk about all this, this is actually what was on my mind before the show. So I was asked this week, who do you listen to and, and, and where do you get your mindset from? Like what, what podcast you listen to and this and that. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, you don't listen to podcasts to, to develop your mindset? It's like, no, my mindset is created because of my generation of sports. It's the Jerry Rices, it's the Michael Jordans, it's the Kobe Bryants, it's the Magic Johnsons. It's that's the mindset where you don't make excuses for anything. You 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 work hard, you work harder than everyone, you go shoot a thousand shots a day, you, you, you get elbow surgery because you shot so many times. That that's the mindset. You don't make any excuses. So yeah. DP, I where did your mindset start in the sixties and seventies? Ooh. Oh, see, now you're getting <laughs> Okay, this is a whole show. This is a whole show. You only got about what, six, seven what, minutes. Right, off, so. right, right. But also, also be able to understand this being a, being, a, being a kid of the DC, of the DMV. He'll get some understanding for it. And then we were lucky and we were blessed. In that, my coaching heroes were George Allen, Joe Gibbs, John Thompson, Lefty Giselle, uh, Terry Holland, and Ted Williams. So Ted Williams was bandaging the Senators at the time. Okay. And then as you got older, Cable came in, so in the 70s. But 
in Washington, D.C., was the center. D.C. was the hub for sports entertainment in the country because George Michael's sports machine. This was our NBC, mm. our local NBC sports guy. He was Channel 4 every night, except for on Sunday nights. We didn't know that he was broadcasting to the world. We thought he was just broadcasting to us. Oh, so you had a you but, thought you had your local guy. Oh, he was national. No, but no, he was but this was the local show. Okay. He was just being beamed nationally. <laughs> and we just like, wait a minute. Like, oh, George because George Michael, he came to a high school game that I was playing in, and he actually gave me my nickname. He actually gave me a nickname that stuck. Because he saw me play, and I had a big game, and he gave me a nickname. What's the nickname? That stuck. Hollywood. He called me Hollywood. Hollywood. Okay. And and because in it, you know, I made two big plays. Shout out, Barry Thompson. Uh, <laughs> Forget me the football. Forget me the football. Well done, Barry Thompson. But so Sunday night, I'm at home in Arlington, and I'm on the sports machine. So the standard for if you're going to do sports – is a little different for me. And then I got to, once I got out of college, I got to start doing, I was in sports bars. And so I heard about every great program and NFL, NBA team in the country. That's why I know so much about the Lakers, because the Laker fans would get together at my bar because we showed all the Laker games. Texas A&M. Nebraska, like those teams would be in my bar because DC's a transient town and Capitol Hill, all those people from Capitol Hill would come to my bar to because we had the big satellite mm-hmm. and they could come and get their games and there'd be three, four, five hundred fans from every other team <laughs> except Washington. And so if you've never heard Joe Gibbs talk or John Thompson talk, and then I, I oh I went to Charlotte and I hung out with with, with Dom Capers, who man. Have your mind blown, right? Ric Flair gives you real insight to sports behind sports. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, Jerry Sloan, Urban Meyer, Bronco Mendenhall, Kyle Whittingham, uh, Lavelle Edwards, some of the great coaches. Yeah, that's the standard. As Haas says, <laughs> it, if you're around those people, one of the great minds, two of the great minds that – exist in this space we're at the school that Haas and I coached at. I was gonna say who you are is starting to click a lot. Well Red Red Jenkins is one of the great high school basketball coaches in the country. Period. He's one of the top ten in the country. No discussion about it. I don't care who you heard. This is one of the top ten. And then we were led by a guy guy by the name of Doug Craig who was a smart and well minded and brilliant and a great leader and he let me and Haas you imagine a head coach willing to have me and Haas pecking at your brain all day like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that that under in the building named Red Jenkins with a coach led by uh, Doug Craig there's Barry Thompson DP and Haas Oh, and by the way, we were the three lower coaches because there's a guy named Dermot Marshall who's one of the great minds ever. And so there's a super team on a bench, Hoss and my lion. <laughs> Speak the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Hoss and I, we would get together, like Hoss would give you a ride home, mm-hmm. and we would just 
it was the it was the lab. It was the lab. And this is when I knew Haas was deemed and, and set for greater than what he was doing. Like I knew. I'm like, nope, this is a guy. Like I knew this about Barry. I knew this about Dermia. But I was like, Haas loves this thing the right way. He cares the right way. He processes the right way. And I said, whatever. I need I need to be attached to it and watch him go. And that's here we are, Ted, TEDx speaker, radio host, national radio host, Hoster Breezy. I know. I'm excited for the TED Talk, too. <laughs> I, I do enjoy those. I, before I even knew DP did one, I always used to listen to those. Two. And I figured out he Two. did one. Put the right, I know. Put the right number up. <laughs> yeah, he did one, and then I came back, and then he is like, I got offered another one. <laughs> and offered 10 more. Before you go to break. Before you go to break. Yeah. So. Can you explain in, in 60 seconds how athletics, how taking Division One athletes, if you if you were a CEO of a company, how, how you would start there? Why would you start with athletes? Their ability to process in chaos. Their ability to, 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 to process information, make decisions, to put in the work because athletes have figured out whether it's a wrestler who's figured out how to maneuver his muscles when he's fatigued and in short space, basketball players who who have learned to get long and change the way they reprocess intelligence and greatness is the reprocessing of how you think it, it is the change in the thing for for a long distance runner to say i'm tired and when everybody else says i'm tired athletes have figured out how to keep going when athletes in in, in, in when they interact with friction athletes know how to get through the friction they know how to propel in the friction and then Athletes learn how, and this is a Haasism. This is a Haasism. Athletes have learned that their greatness, and they accept, they get humbled in their greatnesses because they know they are surrounded by other greatnesses. They are the byproduct and the accumulation of coaching greatnesses, family greatnesses, community greatnesses, team greatnesses, and all those people. And you accept the greatness of Haas, the greatness of Harrison makes me better. And the moment I accept that, the better I'm going to be. That's why if you're going to build a company, find you some some horses. Find you some people that embrace friction, and you'll go much further because the friction doesn't slow you down. Man, I could subscribe to Haas. That's powerful stuff. Uh, Nonetheless, though, we do got to go throughout the break, Haas. We got one more segment. It will be real quick, uh, probably about five minutes on the last one. But nonetheless, this is The Breeze. I'm Harrison pushing the ones and twos. We got host Haas, DP. As always, we'll throw it to break and be back in just a bit.